This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. You're listening to the Kitchen Confession podcast with Chef Mary Mamalidi. My wife and I, we travel, or we used to travel <laughs> at this point, quite a bit throughout the U.S. and so on. And I myself have done culinary tours in, in Napa. I've done Italy. I've done France. Um, and so I, I eat everything, so I would try anything. But I just like flavor. And so any meal I cook, whether it's Italian, whether it's sometimes it's just a steak, I'll throw some jerk spice in the steak. Um, I like I like flavor. So my style will probably be flavor forward. I love flavor forward, whatever the meal is. And I use a lot of Caribbean ingredients in, in my cooking. I like to, you know, get that boom of flavor. That's Tony Bradshaw. He's the founder and creator of Street Bites here in Toronto. Hi, Tony. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me, Mary. I would love to know more about you. So tell us a little bit about yourself. And you actually showed the entrepreneurial spirit at a very young age. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What was the first business in Barbados that you started? My first business was actually, uh, I, I bought this like Atari uh, handheld game. <laughs> and I used to charge my friends 25 cents to play the game. I love uh, it. For extra lunch money, extra bus fare. Although sometimes my mom would give me bus fare and I'd walk home. Because we weren't that far from uh, from my school, so I'd walk home to save the money. Yeah, so that was my my first official <laughs> business, <laughs> kind of <laughs> getting my friends twenty five cents okay. for uh, for a video game. And, and okay, I have to ask. So, what did you do with those with that revenue? Let's say because oh, extra candy, extra lunches. <laughs> uh, yeah, you name it. <laughs> I'm like, if you would have said invest, I would have been really impressed. No, no, I'm, Barbados. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, we were we 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 worked hard, and but we wanted to make sure, or I wanted to make sure with that with that extra money that I could get extra stuff because uh, we weren't you know a rich family. So yeah. any extra that I made was was certainly appreciated. And I learned that from young that you know I can I can do this. And I think I bought the game for like ten bucks off of somebody else, and and I started started there. Uh, that was my first business. That was the first business. I love it. I just, yeah, when I heard yeah. that, I just thought it was the funniest thing. And so something <laughs> I would do and I could relate yeah, to. Yeah. Um, yeah. But let's talk about food. Where did your passion for food come from? It actually started um, back in Barbados because my dad was a, a server at a, at a resort in Barbados. And so uh, my summer vacations in particular, he would bring me around to other restaurants, meet up with some of his friends. We'd have lunch. He actually taught me how to tip. He taught me how to, you know, how to eat with utensils the right way. And so it started there. But when I first came to Toronto, which is almost 30 years ago now, mm -hmm. uh, my first job was at CN Tower at 360 Revolving Restaurant. Yes. And uh, I had some phenomenal managers there. I met my, my first mentor, Alfred Caron, there. And, uh, and the food, the service, I got so caught up with it. And I absolutely loved it. And, and Alfred was a... Uh, a great mentor because he said to me back at that time, you know what, you you've came from Barbados, your education is, is just there. I'd advise you to go back to school, study hospitality. So I went to Ryerson uh, through CN Tower. They paid for the, the whole thing for me. And uh, and that's where my passion started. And after CN Tower, I was there for about five or six years. I left. Uh, Alfred came to me one day and he said, you know what, you've learned all you can here. You know, there's a great opportunity in this place called Morton's of Chicago. Uh, I think you should apply. And I applied for a management position at Morton's of Chicago. Um, and about two months after we had that conversation, I was on a plane flying to Chicago. 
And interestingly enough, I'd never eaten at a Martin's of Chicago. I just went online, took a look at it. I'm like, oh, this seems pretty cool. <laughs> so I, I landed in Chicago, walked into the restaurant, met the general manager, and I looked around. I'm like, oh, okay, so this is what Martin's looks like. But it was a great decision on my part because I spent another five years there. Uh, I trained in Chicago, but I also worked in, uh, I opened a Vancouver location. I worked in Portland. I worked in San Francisco, and I spent some time in Chicago. So that was a great, a great experience. And Morton's is a steakhouse. Morton's is a steakhouse, very high-end steakhouse. Uh, I believe there's still a location here in Toronto and Yorkville. I think so, actually. I was going to ask you because I remember it. I just wasn't yes. sure if it was still around. Yeah, it's still, it's now been there for quite some time, but uh, I've, I spent like six years there after, after that, I actually opened Vancouver. I was out there for two years and I came back to Toronto and uh, started working for Circorp. And I spent about 12 years with Circorp in different capacities from regional director to general manager at the uh, downtown location. And uh, I just had this entrepreneurial bug, just keep, you know, like I've done corporate, this is, fu- this is fine, but I needed to do something that was my own. And, and I was like, you know what? I sat down with my wife one night and, and she's a, was a project manager for a financial company at the time. And she was like, let's, let's put a draft together. What do you got in your head? And we pulled this, this, uh, these ideas together and Street Bites came about, uh, which was on Queen Street West, a uh, Caribbean fast casual restaurant. It was my first you know, official business. And uh, I did that for like two, three years. And, and then I started to go like we we had an influx of catering, uh, catering orders. And I'm like, I could really lean into this catering, especially for downtown, uh, the financial district. Uh, I had a lot of requests for the financial district. And so I sold that business. A guy came in one day and said, no, I really like this space. What can I offer you? And, and I got lucky and I rented just the kitchen and uh, we started just doing catering, daytime catering. Uh, to financial institutions like Well Simple and, and TD Bank and uh, all the fintech companies, so we did that for two years. Um, myself and my son, because I have a great pleasure working with my son. He he's still with me now. And so when the pandemic hit back in March of 2020, we sort of you know all of that business sort of dried up, and we were like, okay, so what do we do now? And uh, we then kind of leaned into the patty business, did some research and development, tried every patty in the city. And then we, we sort of leaned into that. What type of cuisine did you serve in your catering business? Catering was just Caribbean. Um, I love, love, love Caribbean food. And so we started uh, Street Shack was a far schedule Caribbean restaurant. And, uh, and so we, we kind of followed that blueprint with all the recipes and everything. And we, it was Caribbean food. So your jerk chicken, your rice and peas, mac and cheese. Um, we made great uh, fish cakes. Uh, so we did took that cuisine and, and kind of put it into uh, to catering. And, uh, and that worked out really well for about a year and a half or so before the pandemic. Are you into playing a couple of games with me? I'm ready to go. <laughs> okay. So we're going to do a game called This or That. Pizza or pasta? Pizza. That was quick. I used yeah, to struggle. I, I struggle yeah. with that one. Yeah. I love pizza. Chili or stew? Hmm. Probably stew. Nice Caribbean stew would be great. Mm, that's so good. Yes. Mild or spicy? Mild. Pickles, dill or garlic? None. I'm not a big pickle fan. <gasps> Insert gasp right here. <laughs> wine. Are you a wine drinker? Love one. Red or white? Red, all day. 
chicken or beef? Oh, depends. Uh, I spent like five years at Morton's of Chicago, so I love beef, but uh, <laughs> chicken, chicken, chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For those that don't know, explain to us a little bit what patties are. Patties are, they're from Jamaica, originated in Jamaica, and they're handheld pies, pretty much. Um, There's almost a, in doing my research, I realized that there are meat pies, patties in in so many different backgrounds, whether, by by different names, whether it's an empanada, whether it's an Aussie meat pie, uh, they're they're all, all very different. So it's a handheld People say snack, but it can be can double as a meal or a lunch. Yeah, um, exactly. It can it can come in several different flavors. Uh, the traditional ones uh, that you would get at, at Jamaican uh, restaurants or Jamaican shops are more beef. Uh, you get a beef. You get sometimes chicken. I've kind of expanded on that, and I, I add um, some unique flavors as well. Like I'd have I have a barbecue jackfruit, which is vegan, and it comes with a beet crust, so it's a nice bright red crust. Uh, I also have um, uh, coconut curry chickpea, um, which is also vegan. Um, and then I have the, the classic, the classic beef. Uh, I have a jerk chicken. I think you've tried that. You might've liked that. I have tried um. almost every <laughs> single one. They are delicious. Thank and what so I much. love about what you do, one, they deliver. So you deliver to homes, Yes, but you can order frozen. Here, look at me. I'm talking about your business. You can order <laughs> frozen and you can order them already baked. Yes. So we bake them ourselves at home. Can I tell you how perfect they were? Like, thank you so much. Thank you. Chef's kiss. Honestly, they were <laughs> they you. were perfect. Thank you. The perfect amount of flakiness to it, and there was a lot of filling. The balance between the two was perfect. We mentioned about eating patties as a snack, which a lot of people mm-hmm. do, me included. But I've also had it as a meal. Yes. So, what would you add? to have with a patty? Is it like a salad? Is it, you know, maybe some fries, rice, soup? What, what would you recommend? I, I've had it and like, this is from experience because I, every once in a while, I'll bring like a couple dozen and throw them in the freezer. And my wife, who's not working from home, uh, I've seen her several times having, uh, having it with uh, two. She never has one. Always two. It's always two. two. You can't have one. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. a teaser. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Sometimes two and a half. Sometimes yeah. she'll cut the third. I'm Who's like, counting? I'll just have half of this one. Who's right? counting? Yeah. Uh, but she'll have it with salads. And I think that's a great accompaniment. I think uh, having it with a salad, the freshness yeah. of the salad um, would be great for a patty. I've never really had them with anything else. I'll have them sometimes in a little bit of a dipping sauce if I throw a dipping sauce <gasps> together. Yes. But I think a salad is, is terrific. What kind of dipping sauce? I would do a hot sauce knowing me. Sometimes we've done hot sauce. Uh, I just bought this great mango hot sauce. And a mango hot sauce, perfect. That's my favorite. I loved it. I was just dipping away and, and it was awesome. Yeah. It was absolutely awesome. But a, a dipping sauce, sometimes we've done it with barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. Uh, put a little extra, um, sometimes a barbecue mayo. You put a little bit of that in there. And it's, it's you can, have, the thing with food, you can have so much fun with it. Yeah. Just do what you love. Like any flavor I that know. you like. Add a little coleslaw it. on the side. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, you got a full meal. Can you like tell? It's, it's, it's awesome. Can you tell I'm hungry? I still have a few in the freezer. You know that's happening after we have this interview. Awesome. That's awesome. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Now let's talk about some of the different types of varieties that you create and you make in the street food kitchen. So we have seven different flavors. Um, like I said before, classic beef um, with the um, the paprika and and one thing I should mention: we everything is fresh. 
Um, so we don't use any fill-ins, any coloring, um, any artificial flavor. Um, everything is fresh. I believe that we can have that that perfect bite of a patty or any type of meal with with great spices and and so you know we have like I said beef, curry chicken, uh, jerk chicken, mac and cheese, coconut curry chickpea, barbecue jackfruit, and we have a full beef that I just started like three weeks ago for vegans. And so the other day I had a vegan come by the kitchen and I'm like, hey, try, you know you got to try this, and we baked them off we cut them in half and i looked at it i'm like did we mix this up is this actually beef because <laughs> it looked a lot like beef the texture is no like way. beef but we we actually made it out of uh, t- uh textured vegetable protein and that's okay. a big hit um we we sell uh, our patties also at the farmer's market at brickworks farmer's market every saturday morning and that's been a really big hit for the last couple of saturdays the uh, textured vegetable protein um vegan patty so seven different flavors, but they also have different uh, different crusts. So we have a spinach crust with a coconut curry chickpea, which is green. We have a barbecue jackfruit has a beet crust, which is red. The mac and cheese has a cheddar cheese crust where we infuse cheddar cheese into the crust. That's so amazing. So when you bake it, you get that cheese, uh, that cheesy look. And it's really, really cool. Really cool. You also sell mini, mini patties. We do. We do. We um, They're the vegan... We have the vegan ones as well as the coconut, I'm sorry, the uh, beef and jerk chicken. And uh, those have been great hits for corporate events, especially with uh, all the events coming back now. Um, I've started to get quite a few requests for the minis, just two bites, um, but it gets it gives you that boom, that burst of flavor, uh, the five flavors that we have. So it's, it's, we're having a lot of, my son and I, we have a lot of fun with these things and it's fun spending time with him trying to build this business from from an idea into into what we're doing now. That's a lot, a lot of fun. I'm Mary Mammoliti, and you're listening to the Kitchen Confession Podcast. Today, I'm talking with Tony Bradshaw, the founder of Street Bites in Toronto. Okay, now I know, and I'm going to ask you this, but I know you're not going to give it to me fully. <laughs> Your jerk seasoning. Everyone that has a jerk seasoner that has created one, mm-hmm. um, I know you all hold back on an ingredient because <laughs> my aunts and everyone, when you ask them for a recipe, they'll hold back that one ingredient just that makes it theirs. Um, yeah. What makes a good jerk seasoning? I think for me, because I my background is actually from Barbados. Mm-hmm. And so I and, and what I did with the the recipes, I although they were Caribbean recipes, I created recipes that that I liked. And so I wanted to make sure that that everything that we that we did or we tried had a little bit of a Barbadian twist to it. We'll do our jerk spice, but we'd add like our Barbadian green seasoning into our jerk spice, which complements it well, but it gives it a little bit of a different twist. So it's uh, for me, any any uh, dish that you make, it's fresh quality ingredients. So, you know, whether it's fresh scotch bonnet peppers, uh, fresh onions, thyme, everything fresh. Uh, and that's, I think that's what makes any great dish, uh, jerk chicken as well. Oh my gosh. I, I grew scotch bonnets one year. Wow. Are you talking to a girl who, who, I mean, my husband and I, we have a whole backyard filled with like different types of pepper plants, mm-hmm. but the scotch bonnet, woo, they had a kick that year. Um, <laughs> we put them, we kind of turned it into a bit of a paste. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, oh goodness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a little goes a long way with that. <laughs> it's true. You know, it's funny too. It depends on, I guess, sometimes the batch that you get. Because even in making patties now, yeah, I'll say to my son, "Let's add." I think the recipe is like six or seven t- tablespoons of Scotch bonnet. Sometimes you can add two or three, and that's enough for six or seven. That is fire. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And and conversely, sometimes you can add 10, and you still don't get that heat. So it all depends on the batch, but you kind of ease into it Mm -hmm. before you kind of put it all in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But we have to talk about this green seasoning. Yes. What is in a green seasoning? Green seasoning is thyme, scotch bonnet pepper, black pepper, uh, a little bit of curry, Green onions, uh, clove, a little bit of allspice, both clove and allspice. It's honestly 15 ingredients, the one that I make. Oh my Um, gosh. Sometimes I make it with, um, sometimes I make it with lemon or lemon juice, lime juice, or sometimes I take it out because sometimes the lemon juice can be very forward. So if I'm doing like meat on its own and I'll put it, put it in, if I'm doing something else and I'll I'll just take it out. But it's like 15 ingredients um, from fresh to, to powdered spices. Um, and it just comes all together with this season. It's very green because of the, the scallions or the green onions. And uh, anywhere you go in Barbados, you will have that flavor. And you get different variations of it. But we use a lot of that in Barbados to season meats. Sometimes you'll make a soup and you'll, you know, drop a little dabble in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> we put it on everything. That's like pesto. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? <laughs> little somewhere where you hide it into the dish. Absolutely. So yeah, that's it's it's very popular in Barbados, and you get several different versions of it. So I came up with my own, and uh, and it, it works really really well. Okay, if you had to describe your cooking style, what would that be? Ah, uh, cooking style. I the the thing is, I love Caribbean food, but I eat everything, and I could cook everything, and I understand everything. My wife and I, um, we travel, or we used to travel <laughs> at this point. Um, quite a bit throughout the U.S. and so on. And I myself have done color tours in, in Napa. I've done uh, Italy. I've done France. Um, and so I I eat everything. So I would try anything. Um, but I just like flavor. And so any meal I cook, whether it's Italian, whether it's sometimes it's just a steak, I'll throw some jerk spice in a steak. Um, I like I like flavor. So every my style will probably be flavor forward. And I use a lot of Caribbean ingredients in, in my cooking. Uh, no, at home, interestingly enough, I don't cook a lot at home. My wife does a lot of the cooking because by the time I'm done cooking all day at the, at the restaurant, I am like, I'm done. Yeah. Just put anything in front of me. But yeah. when I have to do it for some a special occasion for her or whatever, um, I love flavor forward, whatever, whatever the meal is. I like to you know get that boom of flavor. What's the most unique dish you've tasted what during your travels unique ah that's a good one uh, actually the best i i would think one of the best experiences because uh, for me it's I, I like when everything comes together uh there's a restaurant called publican in chicago and i remember going there one night and being in the business sometimes we tend to see a lot of the stuff that you know goes right goes wrong whatever but i remembered um we walked in and the server came to the table and he said, uh, you know, have you been here before? And we were like, no, I've never been here. We heard, uh, I think a friend of my wife's had told her about it. And we were like, no, just heard about it. It's a great restaurant. We wanted to try it. And he was just like, you know what? Just sit back and I'll take care of you. And he said, what kind of flavors do you like? What kind of, and he chose the entire menu. Um, and we just saw food coming. 
And at the end, we were like, wow. And that was honestly eight, 10 years ago. And I'm still, I still think about that. What type of cuisine was it? It was uh, typical American cuisine. Um, but just the it flavor. It was a little bit of everything. But just flavor. The flavors were phenomenal. Uh, the server knew it because he'd bring over a dish and he's like, this is why I chose this dish. Here's the ins and out of the dish. And it was one of those places where they do different menus every single day. And so it was, for me, that was, that was the experience. Uh, and I still remember that. The food was phenomenal. The service, I mean, the server was amazing. See, and I love, I love that you're saying this because for me, um, being a low vision cook, I always tell people, yes, things need to look pretty. I get that because people eat with their eyes, blah, blah, blah. People eat with their eyes. I don't. Exactly. I don't. But, <laughs> yeah. um, and I, I just, I want people to to think of it differently or start thinking of it differently. What's the first thing you remembered from that dish was the flavor. It was the flavor. Right? And then after, the afterthought was, oh, but it was pretty. Okay. It's mm-hmm. pretty. It's appealing. But that flavor is what everyone takes away. Absolutely. And I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I like a good presentation just as much as the other person, but it really doesn't mean that much to me. Yeah. It really doesn't. One thing we all have are cherished food memories. Mm-hmm. And I want to tap into that a little bit. Is there one that stands out? Something like when you have smell something or you hear a sound or you taste something, it takes you back to that moment in time where it, it just, it makes you smile. And it just brings all this good feeling back to. For, for me, it, it, it's, it's Caribbean food. And, and when you ask that question, great question, by the way, because it, it took me back when you asked that question, the first thing I thought of was uh, there is a, a fish shack in Barbados called Cuz. Okay. And it's a little fish shack. It's probably six feet by, by four feet, probably. And when I was a kid, one of the jobs that I had, I used to work at uh, a grocery store. And I used to work at a grocery store after school. And when I finished school, I continued working there. And this, this gentleman, uh, his name was Cuz, and he would come by and buy products for his store. Now, fast forward several years later, his he has passed on, and now his son has taken over the business. And they make the best fish sandwiches you would ever taste. <laughs> they are so good. There are lineups. Because uh, we, we try to get back to Barbados every year. Funny enough, a couple of days ago, I booked my, <laughs> my trip for this Did year. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> for, for Christmas, absolutely. But but. Whenever I go home, uh, I go to that fish shack, we line up and, you know, we've got, we've gone there so much now over the years that, you know, I know the gentleman, we say hi and hey, you're back and welcome back. And, and we have those sandwiches two, three times um, on our visit, however long we say we try and get back there two or three times. And it just reminds me of home. The bread is this soft, we call it like a salt bread, but it's a soft bun. And um, as I was growing up in Barbados, there was a probably a two minute walk from my house. There was this, this bakery that okay. used to make those bread, that bread. And they would bake every Sunday afternoon. And we would sit in the house and smell the aroma of the fresh oh bread. Gosh. And then my mom would like, yeah, it's six o'clock. I think they're ready. We'll run up there and get the fresh bread. So that reminds me of that. And sometimes if I have a bun here that that's like that, it'll take me right back to that fish shack um, on the beach. Um, best, best. Cause fish shack, if you're ever in Barbados, that's a must visit. It's a must visit. And it's actually been voted like one of the best sandwiches in the Caribbean or something. Really? Uh, it's it's phenomenal. And it's just that one guy, there's one guy there. Is it like a battered fish? It's no, he actually just takes the same green season that I talked about earlier. Yeah. He takes that, he he kind of rubs it in it, he leaves it probably to marinate overnight with a little bit of citrus. 
And he just lightly coats it in, uh, it's not batter, but lightly uh, flour. The flour yep. And right in the pan. He's taking cash and talking to people as they're frying and he's cutting the, the, the buns and throwing it in and, and the best, the absolute best. Are you up for a quick game of rapid fire? Absolutely. Name or sing a song that always puts you in a good mood. Any sort of calypso, reggae, anything from the Caribbean. I'm not going to sing it. I was just going to say, I can't get you to sing it, can I? Not even like a no. little line of it, no? No, I'm terrible. Would you rather go camping, hiking, boating, or dancing? Uh, dancing, because anyone that knows me well know I, I will not go hiking or, <laughs> or camping. That's me. Don't take me camping. I went once. That's all it took. No. Favorite ingredient to cook with? I tend to add uh, time in, in almost everything that I cook. I love taste, smell, everything at the time. Yeah, it's one of my favorite ingredients. You have time to yourself, no interruptions. What do you do? Especially now in summer, I love um, to go for walks um, with a good podcast. <clears throat> Kitchen confession. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I ask every guest to share a little kitchen confession with us. Tony, do you have a kitchen confession that you can share? I do. <laughs> I do indeed. I do indeed. Um, it's 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 interesting. Um, I had a, when I owned a restaurant, and and you know, as a small business owner, you got to make sure that you you try and save as much as you can. You can't, you know, you minimize your losses. And I, I remember one day having a young lady, um, one of my cooks. Uh, we made this barbecue sauce again. It was a beautiful barbecue sauce because we tried to make everything from scratch. And we made like a double batch of it. So it was, you know, ketchup and, and molasses and everything that went into this. And I had said to her, we put it in the sink to cool. And I said to her, well, you can do one or two things. You can kind of dip it out into smaller containers. Um, and, and so we can put start the process of putting it into the fridge. Um, or if you have to lift it out, make sure you have somebody with you um, to get it out of the sink. And, and She's like, no, I got it. I'm like, yeah, just make sure you do. Um, and she attempted to lift out, to lift this um, this barbecue sauce out of the sink by herself, and it slipped, oh. and it went all over the floor. The pot was just all over the floor, and no, and I was just, and 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 it was so. <laughs> I, at that point, because I I'm a pretty positive person and at that point i was like okay i could kind of laugh or, or i could kind of console her or i can freak out or i could, and i'm like the best thing to do is just console him go it's okay in my mind i'm like this is not okay <laughs> it's okay you said it's okay console her laugh a little bit about it and then just cry when you get home exactly because <laughs> in my mind i'm like that was 40 dollars worth of, of ingredients and, on the and all that time to make it uh-huh. Yeah, between that time and everything. So I said, hey, just grab all the ingredients again and let's just start from scratch with a big smile. I totally get it. I <laughs> so, totally get it. Yeah. Okay, so if listeners want to reach out, they want to get more information, they want to know more about you, Street Bites, what can they do? Where can they go? Let them know. Well, for sure. You can reach out to us at streetbitesto.com um, or at streetbites, uh, streetbitesto.com on, that's our website. At Streetbites Teal is our Instagram page. You can send, send me a DM and I'd love to chat with you. Thank you so much. Speaking of chatting, you were so much fun to chat with. Thank you. My absolute pleasure. Just, it Thank was a you. lot of fun. My face hurts from smiling. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you so much. You were amazing as well. Thank you. Well, thank you. Oh. 
It's that time. We've reached the end of another show. Did we get your stomach growling? Head over to kitchenconfession.com for more recipes and foodie finds. Plus, you can check out ami.ca forward slash kitchenconfession for all the latest on the podcast. Be sure to leave a rating and review so we can keep bringing you more episodes you'll love. Our producer and editor is Matt Agnew, and I'm your host, Mary Mammolini. Thanks for listening. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca.